Hey guys, literally right after I finished recording this episode, there was a lot of drama with the Angelina divorce thing. So if you want to hear me talk about that, I talk about Jersey Shore Gossip Weekly as well as Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Um, so if you want to hear me talk about any of the Angelina gossip, head to patreon.com slash shorejustine. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Shore Store with me, Justine. Um, if you're hearing this early, you're on my Patreon, and if you're hearing this after Tuesday, then you're not on my Patreon, and you should join my Patreon because that's where all the fun happens. It's patreon.com slash shorejustine. And right now I'm doing the last couple episodes of Snooki and JWoww season two. I also covered the entire first season and I've had my Patreon since like September 2020 and I've had consistent weekly episodes on there. So there's tons of everything on there. So if you want some bonus content, go there, check that out and check out my Snooki and JWoww episodes because my last few episodes will have some guests on it and... I'm just really excited. Also on my Patreon, I have tons of Teen Mom episodes because when I first started this podcast, I was talking a lot about Teen Mom. Obviously, Teen Mom has changed significantly from the early days. Um, And now there's like this Teen Mom reunion show, Teen Mom Family Reunion. And I've been watching it weekly as well as The Girls' Night In. And I surprisingly like the Girls' Night In show. The reunion show is okay. Um, This past episode was really funny because (laughs) Farah came and everyone was all like, oh my god, we weren't expecting Farah to come. Is Janelle going to come now? And Amber like straight up says that she will beat Janelle's ass if Janelle walks through that door. (laughs) Oh, it was so funny. And... I I think the girls' night in show is really entertaining. Obviously, Cheyenne's parents have been the highlight of it so far. Amber and Cousin Crystal sitting in bed judging Christy, Jade's mom. It's just incredible stuff. And this is like for anyone in the Teen Mom fandom who's ever denied Macy's drinking problem. After watching the girls' night in, you honestly just can't. Because Macy is clearly wasted. There's an episode where her and Taylor have their friend Raj over to watch the show with them. And Macy is just completely hammered. And they Taylor and Raj look like they're so annoyed by her. And she's making all these weird faces. Like trying so hard to keep her composure. And I know she's drunk because I've been there before. Okay, so. Anyways worth checking out but I don't talk about Teen Mom anymore but I I feel like I would do Teen Mom bonus episodes I don't know I think Teen Mom 2 is starting soon hopefully after these these random shows that they just came up with end which I feel like they're gonna end soon 
yeah, I feel like Team Mom 2 will probably start soon. And Ashley, this past episode of Family Reunion, was playing it up when they were doing their like zip lining challenge. And she started freaking out, crying, being like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And they had to let everyone else go ahead of her. All I could think about was keeping up with the Kardashians. No idea what season. They're in Thailand and they go zip lining. It's like right around the time. I feel like Kim maybe had North pretty recently, but she starts crying and she's freaking out and she doesn't want to do the zip lining. And all the other sisters are like laughing and having fun. And Kim's like, I just don't want to do it. And like, once you're a mom, I don't know if anyone watches Keeping Up with the Kardashians. You know what I'm talking about. But I felt like Ashley was just trying to copy that. And fuck, I really hope we see Shen on Teen Mom 2. I follow Shen on Instagram. And if you're a Teen Mom fan and you don't, I would highly recommend doing that. Also, I'm so excited for Teen Mom Young and Pregnant to come back. Apparently, they're not bringing back Kayla J, which pisses me off because she also just announced she's pregnant. Like... Teen Mom is truly one of like the most fun fandoms ever to follow and I'm sorry if you don't because this is a Jersey Shore podcast and I'm talking about Teen Mom so I will move on to some I guess Jersey Shore news which is Paramount Plus officially announced the Shore All-Stars show. I have been talking about this here and there. Angelina is going to be on it. There was a rumor that Jeremiah and Candace were supposed to be on it as well, which, come on, as you guys know, I was so excited for. But it doesn't seem like that's the case. So no official cast has actually even been announced yet. Paramount Plus on their Instagram page or their Twitter page, whatever, they just posted the All-Star Shore logo a Paramount, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. First of all, here's the thing. We don't have Paramount Plus in Canada yet that I know of. I think I might be able to get it through Apple TV. I'll have to look into that. So I don't know quite yet how I'm going to watch this, but of course I will be watching it and I'll figure out a way. I'm I'm the queen of figuring out how to watch stuff in Canada. Um, and you know what? If worse comes to worse, I'll just have to suck it up and get the VPN that everyone's been just telling me to suck up and get. But Paramount Plus's page or their announcement, it just says, follow 14 iconic reality stars from Jersey Shore Family Vacation, RuPaul's Drag Race, MTV Geordie Shore, Acapulco Shore, Bachelor in Paradise, and more as they come together at the Ultimate Shore House and battle it out for the grand prize. All-Star Shore is coming to hashtag Paramount Plus. So someone put together a rumored cast. Honestly, the only person that I even am aware of on this cast is Angelina. Um, There's somebody from RuPaul's Drag Race, so I guess I'll text Colin after this and be like, who is this person? Um, Jordy Shore, which you guys know I don't watch. I've seen like the first season of Jordy Shore, but I am open to watching it, of course. Um, the only way is Essex. I've never even heard of the show Rio Shore, Love Island, Bachelor in Paradise, X on the Beach, X on the Beach, Brazil. So I'm interested. Um, 
yeah, I'm just interested to see where this goes and what happens with it. And I am disappointed that there's no Jeremiah and Candace. I wonder because the the first rumor that I saw was Angelina, Jeremiah, Candace. So they got it right about Angelina. So that's just really super bizarre to me. But Either way, I'm always excited, and I also read that they filmed a bunch of new Shore shows, and I don't know if they're going to be, like, exclusive to Paramount Plus or whatever, but I guess we'll just have to figure it out and see. You know, Nilsa took to Instagram Live yesterday, and I actually got her to shout out the podcast, and I do not have a recording of it, but... You know, I don't know. I know that fans like record those lives all the time. I just hope someone cared enough to record Nilsa's Instagram live. And if I can find the clip, I'll post it. But got her to shout out the podcast made me so happy. But she said that they are filming a new season um, and it's happening at Floribama. So, you know... This this last season, as you guys know, was absolutely unbearable for me to watch. It was the worst. They, sh- I honestly, I could have completely just done without the season at all. Anyways, I will be super curious to see what they're going to be airing on Thursdays slash Thursdays after Jersey Shore family vacation drags its way through the rest of this season which I also talk about on my Patreon by the way and yeah I'm just curious to see what they're going to do next if Floribama Shore is going to be after that or if they're going to air something else who knows I'm just so excited to get back to like regular program TV for some reason Um, Since I didn't have 90 Day Fiance and Sister Wives first thing when I woke up on Sunday, I just felt like there was no TV at all this week for some reason. Like I still watched Euphoria. So I watched the Super Bowl all the way till the end. And then the second the Super Bowl was over, I put on Euphoria. I didn't pick up my phone at all because all of my algorithm on all my social medias is literally just pure euphoria and I would have gotten us I would have gotten a spoiler for sure so I watched euphoria after the Super Bowl and then I was like hey like I have no new tv shows for the rest of this week until Jersey Shore family vacation like for some reason I was thinking that there would be no new shows to watch because also Real Housewives of Salt Lake City wasn't on which I normally watch on like Monday um and then I was like, oh yeah, Thousand Pound Best Friends, which, guys, if you're not watching Thousand Pound Best Friends and you enjoyed Thousand Pound Sisters, would highly recommend. It's so good. Vanessa is such a fucking mess and I'm so excited for the rest of this season. I'm sure Julie and I will get on Resting Bitch Face or something at some point and talk about that. But it's such a good show. So that and then today I like looked and I saw that the new episode of Real Housewives of New Jersey was there. And I was like, I am i don't know. I'm just all over the fucking place this week with my TV shows, I guess. I, Anyways, 
let's talk about this week's Floribama Shore episode, which is uh, season two, episode six, Sex, Lies, and Caution Tape. I miss this Floribama Shore. I miss Gus and Jeremiah together so much and their bromance and... I just hate how Gus has turned into, like, the most hated one in the fandom, and there's a couple, like, I don't really know what the right word for it is here, maybe, like, parallels between actually how Candace is feeling in this episode in particular. I think just she had a a really tough season this season, uh, season two, but there's a lot of parallels between how she's feeling here and how Gus seems to be feeling current daytimes and it's it's just really interesting to watch because of course this past season that just aired Gus and Candace had their their issues and I feel like Gus and Candace kind of always like I feel like they just never did see eye to eye but I just miss like the opening of this show the sweet home Florabama and like Jeremiah popping his shirt open and yeah I feel like they don't have that opening anymore I like can't even remember what the opening is for like the show anymore because yeah it's just nothing how it used to be and I miss these days but we start off with Candace and Cody's argument and they're just going back and forth and at one point Amy's like comes down and she's crying and Kirk's like wait this whole thing is about Amy and Candace is like yeah I'm I don't have an issue with Cody it's about him saying that he said he is only nice to Amy to make me jealous and Amy's just sobbing and she's asking Cody why he would say that he's only nice to her to make Candace jealous and Cody drunkenly actually like hammeredly convinces Amy that no he didn't say that he's like you're my best friend in the house why would I say this about you and Amy goes like yeah I I I believe you Cody I don't think that you said that about me and for the rest of this episode she's kind of on edge around Candace and later on in the episode she actually confronts Candace about the whole thing but she wholeheartedly believes Cody and Here's the thing. I always say this. I think that Cody wholeheartedly believes Cody as well. Cody from like if you had Cody hooked up to a fucking lie detector test, he would pass saying that he never said that even though we keep seeing the flashbacks of the footage. Cody was just so drunk when he said it that he just genuinely doesn't remember and you know we see this flashback clip like probably five times throughout the episode he's just wasted and doesn't remember okay so it's the next morning and it's like the girls are gonna do like a girl's day and the boys are gonna do a boy's day so Nilsa and Candace are talking and they're like having this moment together Candace says like they're not a big happy family like everyone says they are and she feels alone and this is kind of like a running theme throughout these shows there's always a moment in every show where someone in the house feels like this at one point or another Snooki in season one of Jersey Shore like the first couple episodes of course she felt like this because you know 
Sam was a fucking bitch to her. And as I said earlier, Gus feels like this now. Candace feels like that then. And it's just something that happens on these shows. However, Amy's still upset with Candace for saying that Cody only uses her to make Candace jealous. So Niels is like, listen, let's all just go to this. Let's all just go get our toes done together and just try to forget about it. Because once we all get out and hang out together, you're going to start to feel better about the whole situation. And one thing I kind of noticed happened to take a noticing to is that Nilsa always drives she just seems like she's one of those people that just likes to drive or something like that I don't know I all I know is that if I were in this house living with these people I would not want to be driving that big ass GMC truck like Chevy uh, Suburban I think it's a Suburban um, yeah, I would not want to be driving one of those <laughs> with like a four of my roommates in it, like farting in the back seat. No thanks. So they go to the um the nail shop and it in these shows they always have this and it makes me so jealous, the wine while they're getting their toes done. I am always looking for places around me that do this because I think it would be a fun girls day to like do once in a while with your friends. I'm sure it's expensive as hell. So I would not be doing this on a regular basis. However, like is this a thing in like the South? Like I remember on Teen Mom Macy, uh, Teen Mom Amber and also Teen Mom Farah. They all have the wine while they're getting their toes done. I just don't get it. It's not a thing here. Is it a thing where you live, listener, listening to this podcast right now? Let me know. But while this is all happening, Amy decides to ask Candace exactly what happened. And Candace straight up explains to her the truth. She's like, listen, Cody straight up said that because I told him if you really like me, then why are you up Amy's ass all the time? And he straight up said to me, to make you jealous, that's why. Um, And once again, we see the flashback. While this is happening, Courtney calls herself a taxi to go to the hospital. She's sick. And as we see this, we slowly start to find out all of a sudden, this hasn't been mentioned at all in the season leading up to this, um, we just kind of see like a flashback montage of the whole house coughing and whatnot. But we find out here that the whole house has been sick and Courtney is really sick. So she decides to go to the hospital and see what's wrong. I mean, is something deeper going on there? Is she withdrawing from something? I don't know. Cause last time I had a cold or like a sickness and you know, the people that I live with or whatever were also sick. I didn't go to the hospital. I don't think I've ever gone to the hospital for being sick. I mean, no shame if you like feel that sick like Amy did a few episodes ago where she was literally just hung over. But yeah, Courtney goes to the hospital and Gus decides to get some cleaning supplies. And yeah, it's like it's it's just such a weird little 
kind of thrown in part of the episode and Nilsa tells Jeremiah she's been shitting her brains out since 6 a.m. He's like, oh, okay, lovely. And Cody's like, wow, well, that feels like a normal day to me. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And this is just like typical Cody, right? Like, I always laugh at this. I always say Cody pukes every time he drinks. And in the next morning, he's definitely shitting his brains out. So we get this like moment and it's always weird to see you know the the masks and like the hazmat suits and stuff for in like pre-covid days but we get a lot of them this episode because Gus and Jeremiah do the Snooki and Wow season two Miami and put on the hazmat suits with the covid masks the only thing is for some reason they don't have rubber gloves but I kind of think that they need them here a little more than Snooki and Wow did in Jersey Shore because they go into Courtney and Candace's room and they go to pick up the cup that Courtney has bedside and it's a cup full of Courtney's spit and we see the flashback clip of her just in the fucking cup. So disgusting. Um... It, yeah, it was just wrong. It was very raunchy. But when Courtney comes home, she's wearing the face mask, the COVID face mask. Guys, my skin, by the way, I'm, I just need to like vent about this for one second. My skin has never been worse in my whole life. I've always struggled. I mean, as probably with most women like breaking out around the mouth more than anywhere um, because with women it's like a hormone thing and all that stuff but like since COVID happened more than ever I don't know if it's like a side effect to the vaccine or if it's just from wearing masks but I literally don't wear the cloth mask anymore unless I absolutely have to I only wear the disposable ones. I change them after every use and I barely even like leave my house or go out anyways. I only wear a mask when I have to, maybe once a week. I don't know if anyone has any product recommendations or vitamins or anything like that. Please help me out. And I drink a shit ton of water and I eat really healthy for the most part. Um, And I cut down significantly on like smoking and alcohol but if anyone has any anything please freaking reach out to me thank you thank you for coming to my TED talk um okay so back to Courtney um I have no fucking idea how I got there at all COVID masks face wash whatever it doesn't matter Courtney needs to call Logan and tell him how she's feeling. He doesn't pick up. So the next person she calls is her best friend, Raina, who we also find out is Logan's roommate and she's Courtney's best friend. And when Courtney first calls her, she's super excited to talk to her. And that excitement kind of drops really quick. Like his job, like what he's doing with his life, and like he 
he's been telling your mom that he's still working for my dad. And he's then, not? Uh, no. Quit on my dad. Last minute. You're f***ing kidding me. Why the f*** would he be lying to my mom? I'm not even telling you the truth, to be honest. This is stressing me out big time. He told me to lie to my mom or anybody in my family or to me. Poor Courtney. Her friend Raina just dropped some serious ass bombs there that he, so I guess he was working for Raina's dad and he quit his job and he lied to her about it and this is just crazy. I just can't imagine that's like, that's almost the worst case scenario when your best friend lives with your roommate. I mean, minus the obvious one of them hooking up together <laughs> I think that would be the only thing that would be worse than this is like calling your best friend and her being like yeah your man quit his job he's been lying to you he's been lying to your mom for the past you know however long and you're just like oh because it's also like such an awkward thing as well because what do you do what do you do in that scenario like, it's almost not enough to get mad about and break up with him over, but at the same time, it makes you feel uneasy about him. And I also kind of feel like this is the second indication we got that Logan was messy, uh, if you will. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call him messy for now because I don't really remember how things play out this season for him. It's been a minute since I watched it. I think I okay, I do remember he fights Jeremiah, which I'm so excited for that episode. Um and I remember that he ends up like stalking Courtney. Sorry, spoiler alert. But yeah, so I don't know. The word I'm gonna call him right now is messy. Um, the first indication we got that Logan was messy was the last episode where him and Courtney are lying in bed together and she's like because she's mad at him over him yelling at her because god forbid Jeremiah and Gus live in their own house and film the reality show in their own house and she says to him like listen you can't talk to me like that you can't yell at me and he's like well lots of people get into fights it's normal to get into fights like straight up just gaslit her um and now this like he quit his job and is lying to people about still having it that's it's pretty messed up to find out about somebody so Rena basically tells Courtney that her mom and her want to have a sit down talk with her about Logan because there's there's just a lot to talk about um she lives with him and she's saying that so I don't know I would I would be worried and my stomach would be in fucking knots if I were Courtney. I'm not even going to lie. So Courtney brings Candace and they meet up. They go to this like ice cream place and they meet up with Miss Sharon, Courtney's mom, and her friend Raina. And Miss Sharon pulls out a list, a full-on fucking Mackenzie Edwards from Teen Mom 2 list of all the things that she wanted to mention to Courtney that Logan has done. Um, so the first thing that she mentions, he cusses at her. She doesn't want a guy to be dating her daughter that's 
that's swearing at her. Completely understandable. He lied about his job. Also completely understandable. This one got me completely shook. So I guess he took Miss Sharon out to lunch, invited her. When the bill came, he went into his pocket like he was paying, pulled out a dollar and said, oh, sorry, can you pay for my lunch? And Miss Sharon's like, I'm sorry, I'm you need like you need to be a gentleman. You don't invite your fucking girlfriend's mom out to lunch. It's not like the mom invited him and expected him to pay. He invited her and then he completely stiffed her when the bill came. That's I think that's completely fair. Completely fair to be upset about, by the way, not completely fair to do to someone. And while I was saying all that, I just got reminded of a story, like a memory unlocked in my head. And this is my ex-boyfriend, a guy that he was friends with. He was like, I didn't know this guy too well. I had only met him one or a few times, but he was like one of those guys that my ex would hang out with a lot and you know party with him a lot and stuff and they would go on like their boys trips and do their own thing but then he was like the one friend that my ex would always kind of make fun of and talk shit about and um I remember they like his other buddy went to dinner with this guy and a girl that he was dating and he said that like every time they would go to dinner when the bill would come, he would he would be like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom and like wouldn't even offer to chip in and always get his friend who he was there with to pay. And like, I don't know, I went out with him once or twice. My ex paid. He always like he usually always paid. But like, I don't know. It's just funny when someone like tries to stiff on the bill. It's like, just don't just don't go at all. It's don't do that to somebody, you know, it's, it's not nice. So this is kind of edited together here that is just going on for forever of Raina and Miss Sharon telling Courtney all the things they don't like about Logan. Raina says like he doesn't have to, he doesn't clean up after himself. And you know, that's like a whole other fucking situation about living with somebody and each other's cleaning habits and stuff like that like that's that's some other bullshit that's that's like the one thing in this whole scenario that I actually will give to Courtney it's like leave the roommate bullshit at home don't drag me into that but besides that it's a ton of bullshit and stuff that he's put her through and her mom and Raina all have good points and Courtney's just kind of staring off into space and Candace says to her at one point like are you listening to what they're saying to you these are people that love and care about you and they only want the best for you they wouldn't they're not just saying this just to say it and it's like you can just tell that Courtney Courtney doesn't want to hear it I think at this point she's at the point where like she knows it's true but she doesn't want to believe it's true so she's just going to ignore it for as long as she can and We've all been there. They're they're basically just telling her that they don't think he's good enough for her, which I agree with. He wasn't good enough for her. We get a moment of all the boys at the beach. And of course, this is what I like. Love to see uh, topless Jeremiah laying on the beach. 
um, they're all just like being boys joking around and they're talking about going back to Tootsie's. Um, Cody makes a jokes, makes a jokes, makes a joke about hiding the crackers. Um, this, this is the bar that of course they got kicked out of because Kirk threw the crackers and it completely ruined Gus's birthday. Um, you know, they bury Cody in the sand. They're funny. It was a funny moment. Whatever. Courtney calls Logan and he basically like, this is the most bizarre thing. We find out that Logan actually got a new job. So he did quit his job, but he wasn't lying about being at work because he does have a new job. And Courtney chooses to believe this. Uh, I mean, Candace is, Candace is at the point where she, it's like, how, how much more, what more can you do for your friend? You already told them everything there is to say that you want better for them than they want for themselves. And sometimes people have to learn the hard way and not sometimes, I feel like all the time people have to learn the hard way and learn for themselves and, if you're in Candace's situation, that's all you can do. You can't tell her she needs to break up with him. You can just say, these are red flags and you deserve better. But at this point, Courtney wants to believe that it was all a big misunderstanding and hopefully move on from the situation. So Candace is going to take a step back and let her do that. So it's time to go to the bar now and... The boys are going to go first because the girls aren't ready yet. So the girls are going to meet them there a little bit later. And this vibe to me was like the boys were ready like early, early. Because when they go to the bar, they are like sitting outside eating oysters first before they actually like start drinking, which is smart. I mean, not really my personal pre-drinking preference, but you know, smart for them, especially Cody, because he doesn't really seem to make the best, like, drinking decisions. Before they go, Kirk, like, teaches Jeremiah, like, that one of those, like, Fortnite dances. I don't know. I think it was a Fortnite dance where, like, you kick out your one leg and then, like, you do the same thing with your arm. There's no fucking way in hell I'm going to be able to describe that right now, so (laughs) never mind, but it was just a funny moment, and the boys are at the bar first they're eating their oysters and Jeremiah asked Cody about Gator J <laughs> and this this whole scene was just hilarious it was just Cody being Cody he basically says like listen I have no problem with Gator J but if he wants to come at me like I'll beat his ass if I have to Cody is fucking hysterical and He's like dead ass serious asking all the boys if anything went down, if they'd have his back. You you guys are going to have my back, right? They're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, bro. Just like sucking on their oyster shells. (laughs) Uh, I love Cody so much. So now the girls are ready and they finally meet up with the boys at the bar. Cody's like making out with some chick at the bar who looks like... Um, on Teen Mom too, Kale's nanny, who like 
they always put the Chiron on that says Kale's friend, but we all know it's her nanny. Um, which, by the way, on like the Teen Mom Girls Night End, they always like question that. They're like, no, there's no way that they're friends. There's no way they're the same age. And it's it's hysterical. Um, but yeah, so Cody's making out with her. Jeremiah also finds a girl and he's like making out with her all night. And he ends up bringing her home, which is very rare for Jeremiah because Jeremiah tends to uh want to spend more time with Gus if you know what I mean um Cody passes out in the taxi and Nilsa and Amy decide to pour water on him at first they're like spitting it at him like not really triple h style with pouring the water bottle back and then spitting it everywhere but just kind of like spitting it at him and then they do this thing which I thought was really mean where they pour it on his pants so that they can tell him that he peed himself I mean nothing really goes of this it's not like he we see him like wake up in the middle of the night and be like holy shit I pissed myself because even when he comes to I think he's still like too drunk to even realize it so whatever I thought it was like mean and unnecessary but they're also fucking wasted and they're trying to like pull him physically out of this taxi because he can't even go but he manages to he does like the drunken speed walk inside the house um jeremiah has the girl from the bar in his bed so jealous of this girl i don't even think we get like her name or anything like that but girl by any chance if you were on season two, episode six of Floribama Shore, uh, and you want to come on here and tell me what it was like to be in Jeremiah's bed, you know, reach out. Um, so <laughs> Cody ends up taking a spot on the floor and it's right underneath that kind of weird common area where Amy and Nilsa do their makeup Um, I don't know why he, like, under their little makeup desk is where he decided to crawl under and fart himself to sleep, but that's what Cody did, and I totally get it, you know, like, when you're drunk sometimes, literally anywhere is comfortable for you, and it's, like, the thing you regret the most. I remember, not this past Halloween, because I unfortunately didn't even do anything this Halloween but the previous Halloween very last minute I went to my friend this like older guy that she was seeing at the time um he has this like he lives alone but he has this like pretty big house and he's throwing this like I I don't know I don't even know if you want to call it like a house party there's probably like 10 people there for Halloween But I had no other plans and I felt like getting drunk. So I went and he has like a full bar. So it was sweet. And we were just drinking at his house. And then slowly everyone left and I was sleeping over. And so, of course, the three of us stayed up all fucking night. And then I have no idea how why I wanted to sleep on the floor, but I did. My plan was to sleep on the couch But for some reason, I just got myself into this comfortable position on the floor and I was just to the point where it's like, yep, I'm drunk. This is cozy. Fell asleep and 
you know, I was stiff for like three weeks because I'm in my 30s now and I can't do that anymore. (laughs) But um, yeah, I've been there before and it's not fun the next morning. So I feel bad for Cody already. So after this, Gator J calls Candace. He lets her know that he's coming to the house and everyone's talking about it. Gatorade. Gator J, 231. I'm sorry, I'm not calling a grown ass man that. I'm sorry. I can promise you one thing. I'm not calling him that ridiculous name. But I'm not calling any man a god because I am strong in my faith. There's only one reason why you made a name like that. Is because your name's probably something soft. <laughs> I'm thinking of Skylar. Or Ralph. I'll just start calling him Clarence. <laughs> that will forever be an iconic moment to me. Gus saying that he's not calling another man God because he's strong in his faith and there's only like one God to him. That's like that's such a fucking iconic Gus moment to me and like I love it so while they're having this conversation which to be fair it's a fair conversation to have you have somebody who's allegedly serious about this guy dating him and you know what no hate to Gator J he follows my Instagram page for the podcast at short store pod and uh so he's therefore he's a supporter I consider that support so shout out to Gator J 231 Southside God but your friend who's taking this guy seriously committedly dating this guy and there she's asking you to call him by essentially like his MSN screen name from 2001 uh it's it's like easy to sit around and speculate about what his real name is and like obviously they're joking around and being stupid but Nils is like "Uh uh-uh I'm not gonna let them get away with that so she runs upstairs and she tells Candace she's like they're not saying that they're gonna call him that um and Candace of course gets really upset and she's like screaming she's like what are you gonna do And once again, I don't know. I feel like this is Candace getting mad literally over no reason. Well, Nilsa, Nilsa made it seem like more was going on and that these, they were actually like sitting around talking shit, which I don't think was the case at all. I think they were just being goofy and it was like a, you know, it was just a stupid joking conversation, but Candace could have just went down and been like, what were you guys saying about Gator? Why won't you call him Gator J? Whatever. And, like, why can't they just call him J? That's what I don't get. Because that's all the conversation had to be. I don't know. Either way, it's fucking hilarious. And Candace starts yelling at the top of her lungs that they're pussies. And while all this is happening, Cody comes in the room and he's like, for the record, Kodai has nothing to do with this for once. (laughs) And that's where the episode ends. And the next episode starts out with, I guess, the conclusion of this fight. And do we finally get to meet Gator J next episode? Question mark. Either way, I'm excited. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. 
Um, some other ways that you can support the podcast is leave me a five-star rating and review, share the podcast with your friends, reach out to me on social media. My Instagram is at shorestorepod and my other social media will be in the description for the episode. And also if you're a Bravo fan and you're a fan of specifically the Real Housewives of New York City, you can also listen to me and my co-host David over on Friends of the Countess podcast where weekly we recap old episodes of the Real Housewives of New York City and it's a ton of fun and right now we're just about to do the iconic St. Barge trips from season five. So I'm really excited for those episodes. I hope everybody has a fabulous week. Until next time. Thanks Justine.